strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Strategy Talks. This is episode six. Can you believe it? Um, I'm very excited today to have a special guest here. My friend Lisa Danforth will be joining me momentarily. She lives in Vermont like I do. I'm broadcasting live from Pittsfield and she is in Burlington. Um, so if you are new to Strategy Talks, we talk about all things business and social media. My guests have talked about things like imposter syndrome, work ethic, um, I'm going to have a couple of upcoming guests talking about LinkedIn. And today we're going to talk about the power of a pause with Lisa. So let me introduce you to Lisa. I'm going to welcome her on um, the show in just a second. Uh, I do want to tell you that if you're listening to the podcast, I want to put a special welcome out to you. Thank you for um, coming on board and listening. And if you're watching this on the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments so I know you watch this after. So I'm going to welcome Lisa from the green room in, and then I'm going to be um, giving you her bio so you'll know who I'm talking to today. So um, Lisa, hold on one second. <laughs> I've got to go switch the backgrounds here <laughs> for those of you who are here live watching. Uh, Lisa Danforth is a business growth strategist and leadership coach. Her mission is to help business owners and leaders develop a saner approach to success. I'm willing to bet that pausing has something to do with that. One that helps them stop over committing themselves and under committing to their goals, priorities, and most important relationships. Lisa's clients can confidently and consistently work towards tomorrow while staying present and connected to what and who matters most today. Lisa is a 29-year, five-time entrepreneur. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on. Thanks, Doreen. Oh, I am so excited too. You had five businesses in 29 years. It's actually 30 now. I need to go on and change that, which is so hard to believe. Like that just sort of freaks me out. But five to to totally different businesses. Well, I had two totally separate catering divisions, um, had a very high end boutique catering business. But when 2008, I think a lot of us remember that year, right? That that definitely made us yes. take a pause. Yeah. Um, I decided to start a barbecue business. So I had to completely create a whole separate business. So between my, from about the age of 20 to now, five different businesses. That's, that's crazy. So let's dive right in. We're going to talk about the power of a pause. Now, busy entrepreneur here. <laughs> right? I run my own business. I have kids. I have dogs. There's all kinds of things. Mm. And honestly, I need to pay the bills. So why would I pause? Why would I stop? Let's talk about that a little bit. And then you can explain to us why we should and how. Uh, it, and that's what I get all the time. I would love to be able to pause. That's just such a luxury. But here's the thing is when we don't pause, how do we determine what our priorities are? How do we fill up our bucket? You know, all of the, the business owners that I talk to, my clients, 
they love to serve at a very high level. But when we have very little left, it's hard for us to serve at the level that we want to. But also, we need to be able to pause to have intention and be able to move forward in a way that moves us closer to where we're going, as opposed to either 2% off from goal, two degrees off, or maybe way off goal. And how do we determine what is a priority without pausing before we get into action? Is this something that is actually in alignment with my values, with where I want to go? Or does it is it actually a distraction that is guised as this really cool opportunity? And the only way to find that out is by pausing and saying, okay, how does this fit into my vision for the life that I want to live and the business that's going to sustain that life? How does this fit in? Does it is it in alignment with my core values? I always like to say your vision is where you're heading and your values are how you get there. So to be able to pause and it doesn't and I'm not talking like weeks, days, you know, although that I do recommend it. I've done that before, which is fabulous. But sometimes it's literally just a few seconds before saying yes to something or saying no to something, because let's admit when we're saying yes to one thing, we're saying no to something else or someone else. That's a really good point. As you were talking about pausing, I was like, it's been a while since I took a real vacation. I wonder if she's talking about vacations, but that's not what you mean, right? Let's get this straight. It, it, it is a part of it. So one of the things that I recommend when you're mapping out, I love mapping out my year. I love being intentional and putting my vacations on the calendar first, right? Setting that boulder in the stream and letting everything else go around it. You can always add that time back to your calendar. But what happens when you want to take a family vacation in June, but you're completely booked you can't take the time off. Your family is upset. They either go without you or they're, you know, just sort of sitting around being grumpy. But taking the time to put those vacations on the calendar, it may be a staycation, but it's time to remove yourself from your business and to refresh and to reconnect with ourselves and reconnect with our loved ones. But also it might be I'm a huge advocate for scheduling thinking time on our calendar. And most people are like, thinking time? That's a really cool concept. I just want to highlight um, a comment. Kate Payne is here. Hi, Hi Kate. Um, she said that values piece is so critical. When you were earlier talking about the value of, you know, what, what you want to give and what you want to do and, um, you know, value your time, right? I mean, isn't that one of the things that you should be doing as you're contemplating or if you're pausing is, you know, what, what does that mean, right? Absolutely. And that and that is what the pause does, is it allows you to step back and be curious. And I love this quote, and I share it all the time. And it is by Viktor Frankl, who is a Holocaust survivor, an author, I mean, just so much more. But it's his quote is, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And I truly believe in that, in that space, just that, that pause, just that, that breath to say, let me get back to you on that. There are so many of us in business that we lack boundaries. We want to grow our business. We want to serve. We want to, you know, just be that, that ultimate business person. That often means that our boundaries sort of kind of go by the wayside. And the problem is, is that when we don't have those boundaries, we're giving our power away. We're giving our time away. We're giving our worth away. So that our power is truly in that pause. Our freedom, time and financial, spiritual, 
all of it is within that pause of, is this adding to my life or is it taking away? Because let's admit time is a non-renewable resource. Money is renewable. Time is not. We act as though time is, you know, where that, that's forever and our money is lacking. We need to reverse that and be, okay, money can be made, but our time. Oh, is, Lisa, is, this is so, this is so wonderful. This is so on point for somebody like me who lives and works in the social media world. I know a lot of my clients organically come from the social media, digital marketing world because, or real estate, such a difficult time with boundaries. Everyone wants everything an hour ago. Right. Because, and, and working with clients, you know, working as a consultant, working with people in the social media sphere, it's easy to say, you know, I have a retainer. Yes, I can do that. Yes, Mm -hmm. I can do that. You know, and adding to, a workload that's already there, right? You want to find you as a, as a business owner, you want to strike that balance between retaining the client mm-hmm. and making space for the next client. And so where do you draw that line? But what you're saying is that pause will do that. Say, instead of saying yes in a meeting, say, I'll go back to you in an email, right? That's a way to pause, correct? That is a total way to pause. And here's the thing that I love to share, a little tool skill that you can put in your toolbox for those of us who have difficulty saying no and establishing boundaries. I no longer have that issue, which is a beautiful thing. Uh, ask Kate Payne. <laughs> She's just, it's, it's hard to establish it, but it feels so good. But for those of us who have struggled with it, here's a, here's a tool. When someone is asking to you know uh, earn a right on your calendar to consume your time to make bake 457 cookies for tomorrow's bake sale. Say, you know, can you get back to me on that tomorrow? I need to check my calendar just to make sure that I've got the space and I can really honor the work that I'm committing to. But here's the thing is so often when we are the people pleaser and we're always saying yes, the people around us have come become accustomed to us always saying yes. So they know that if they push us a little bit, they'll be like, okay, I'll do it. But when we create that space, that pause, we can go back and look at our calendar and go, oh, hells to the no, I'm not adding that. I don't have enough time to go to my child's soccer game and I'm going to commit to something else. So when we create that space of can you get back with me, it allows us to pause and think. But in addition, if the person pushes you like, hey, I really need to know, then here's the perfect response, which is. Well, if you need an answer right now, then I'm afraid it's going to be no. But if you'd like to get back with me tomorrow, I'm more than happy to check my calendar and make sure that I've got the time that I need to commit to honor this project. I love that. That is that is that is wonderful. I wanted to add something there. Um, This was a um, a tip that I got from a friend, um, Krista Nayer, who um, I think she might have written it in her book. She's an author too. Um, but she said that when somebody asks you to pick your brain, you know, to take that time away, which is another example of when you should have that pause, she um, she tells them yes, but and ask them to do a task, right? So somebody's mm-hmm. asking for your half hour or for your hour of your time. Yes, but I'd like you to go read the first chapters of my book and then send me an email and tell me blah, blah, blah. She said it weeds out so many people because it makes them, it it gives them the responsibility Mm -hmm. and it gives you time to breathe and then say, you know, am I really talking to people that I can help or are they just 
were they just lazy? They just wanted to pick my brain and didn't do any research themselves. And they're not willing to do anything. That's my big thing is actually having sort of a short intake form for any, if anyone's booking a call with me, there's a short intake form. And if you can't fill that out, you have not earned a right on my calendar. And I know that sounds rather egoic, but if you're not willing to give me a little bit of information for me to, ser to serve you and support you, your choice is to not, you know, take that time. Yeah. I want to pull up another comment here from Rahul is here. Our audience can sense when we're presenting is misaligned with our values, right? Uh, we're much more convincing when we remain rooted in our values. And I mm -hmm. wanted to bring that back because you talked about values. Um, and I think this is so true, right? Especially if we're talking about social media and, you know, being uh, transparent online. And so it's, that's really, really important. Absolutely. And when we lean into our core values, our choices are in alignment with where we want to go, who we want to be with our best selves. And even if it's like we always have meetings that we can go to or events that we can go to or it, all that is that when we can pause and say, do I want to commit to this or am I going to hold my boundary? of no, this this boundary is around my time to focus on this because it's in alignment with my values, because it's in alignment with the life that I want to live. That is true authenticity. That's awesome. Sarah is here. Sarah Monroe. She says, "See another Vermonter. We have got a great audience today. Vermont is in the house. I know. Um, Sarah says, this reminds me of what I do when re with reporters' questions, right? And mm -hmm. if you're a speaker, and this also would apply to you, right? People give you questions on the go if you're on stage, maybe at the end of your presentation. You don't have to answer in a split second. You can take a pause and ask for a pause for a moment or longer to give that answer. Sarah, you are so right. As a speaker, sometimes I'll be true. I I wrote a blog about that. Give me your email and I'll get it back to you, right? Or mm -hmm. or you know, like I have a resource for you if you connect with me afterwards, I'll send it to you, right? You can take that pause and not have to answer on the spot right there. And and when you do pause, actually someone asks you, you know, like if you would ask me a question, totally wasn't prepared for it. For me to pause shows that I'm being intentional. And it creates that space for someone to almost lean in like, OK, you know, this is going to be good because she's thinking about it rather than just sort of coming off, you know, shooting something off in the cuff, especially right. on stage to stop and think. It gives people to, like I said, almost they, they almost lean in because like, oh, OK, she's thinking about this. All right. I want to ask you a very um, practical question next. So, right, we're all busy. Uh, those that are watching and listening might have a really busy schedule. I get up early. I go for a run. I, you know, get home, eat breakfast, do dishes, let the dogs out, and I go. I go to work, right? So, you talked about putting it on the calendar. But when somebody is starting and they have this day in front of them with 10 to 12 hours worth of work, maybe they're working 60 hours a week, maybe they're working overworking. They know they need to step back. How do you create that space? What do you either have to do, tell yourself? How do you even start anywhere just to start with that, that pause? Because I know that once it becomes a habit, right? Once mm -hmm. you do it and when you see the benefits, you're going to want more of that. But somebody who's so overwhelmed, where do you, what do you tell your coaching clients? What do you do? This is such a great question. And I've got to say, I've worked with all of my clients have struggled with this. 
and continue to struggle with it because again, we just, we want to keep saying yes. There's a couple of different scenarios that I would recommend. I know, especially when we're starting in business, we know we're going to work more than you know 20 hour weeks and sometimes 60 hour weeks, but being intentional in, okay, so for the next three months, I am doubling down. I know that this is going to be the way and I'm going to speak to my family and we're going to make a plan around it. So being intentional and inviting people to the conversation and explaining what's going on is super helpful. If you're looking at your calendar and you're like, hot damn, I just don't have time to breathe for the next two weeks. Two things that I'd recommend. One, look on your calendar. What can you take off your calendar? The world will not end if you let one of your clients say, hey, I need to reschedule next Tuesday at three. How does, you know, whatever, whatever time work for you truly be looking at that and creating the space? Where can, where can you carve out the space? If you were sick and had the flu, you'd have to reschedule everything anyway, right? So honor yourself, honor your worth and say, I'm not showing up for anyone fully because I am maxed out. I barely have time to go to the bathroom. That doesn't serve anyone. No. So again, pause, step back, look at it, take the meta view, watch the movie, don't be in the movie. When you're in the movie, you can only see what's right in front of you. When you're watching the movie, when you pause, when you take some time off during the day, you can see all the moving parts and plan accordingly. Now, if you're looking forward in the next two weeks are just totally maxed out, here's what I recommend. Lock off a couple of days. You, you know, if, if it's February, if it's uh, March 1st, go out to the third week and block off some time. Block off a couple of hours of thinking time so that people cannot book that time with you. So if you know that you're just slammed and you just need to make it through those two weeks, make sure that you're looking forward to create the space moving forward for yourself to think. And to honor that time, so often we come from a place of lack, not enough, having to do more, hustle and grind and push. But when we do that, we are coming from that place of lack. And when we connect to that, you know, we are lack. We, there, there's, there's a lack of abundance. There's a lack of where enough. I can't do this. That's not serving you. So reconnect to why you're in this business in the first place reconnect to your core values. My three core values, my number one is growth. My number two is compassion. My number three is respect. Am I being growing myself? Am I being compassionate with myself? And am I, am I respecting myself by going at this, you know, a, a thousand miles an hour? So look forward and see where you can place that. Now, if you're having a difficult time, I suggest you create what's called an identity-based habit. As a person who honors herself and serves her clients, at the highest level and is present with my family during the night, during the day or whatever it is, my choice in this moment is going to be, again, we need to pause to say, this is the person that I am. So often we're bad at numbers. We're horrible at time, you know, keeping time. We're horrible at this. Sure. And that gives us permission to live into it. But when we start to create identity based habit and identity based goals, I'm going to give a really quick example. I know we have limited time, but a really quick example that's super simple that allows people, it's been really impactful. Two people quitting smoking. Person A is offered a cigarette and person A goes, oh no, man, I'm trying to quit. It is so hard. Person B is offered a cigarette and person B goes, oh no, man, I don't smoke. The identity is different and you can just sense the energy difference. You know, identifying as someone who honors herself and honors her family and honors her business or his business. 
identify as that person, not as I'm serving everyone at the detriment of my energy, my joy, my abundance, and my relationships. Well, that is a great place to pause. Thank you, Lisa, <laughs> for this wonderful conversation. If people want to continue the conversation with you about the power of a pause, if they are in need of a pause, if they are in need of a coach, where can they meet with you and how can they find you? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. They can email me if they'd like, lisa at lisadanforth.com. I'd like to keep things simple, keeps me straight. Uh, they can also go to my website, which is lisadanforth.com. What I want to add is put a slash and then values, and you will get a free PDF that you can download if you'd like to work on your core values. You don't have to opt into anything. Again, that's lisadanforth.com front slash values and just get a free core values exercise. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. I've got a three rapid fire questions for you, Lisa, before we leave. So we get to know you. These are fun. Um, treadmill or walk outside? Walk outside. Um, video meetings or in-person meetings? In person. Messy desk or clean desk? Ooh, depends on the day. <laughs> I love that honesty. <laughs> so connect with Lisa. Lisa, where are you uh, most active on social media for those of you who want to connect with you? LinkedIn. Absolutely. Above and beyond. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. And if you do connect with me on LinkedIn, please put Doreen's name in there or a strategy talk so I know where you're coming from. And I look forward to connecting with you and hearing okay. from you. And our friend Kate Payne put Lisa Denford's um, values uh, PDF link Thank up you. there for everybody to see. So I just want to re recap this real quick. Thank you so much for being with us for episode six of Strategy Talks. I'll be back next week with another episode. We talked today with Lisa Danforth. If you want to meet up with her, it's lisadanforth.com forward slash values. If you want to get the PDF, we talked about the power of a pause and whether it's a five second pause, a five day or a five week pause, right? There's different values for all of these. And um, if you need some help, you know, come talk to Lisa and let's continue the conversation about the power of a pause. I want to thank everybody that was here today um, and that was here watching for uh, being here. Thank you so much. I know Lisa was here and Emma and Kate and Rahul and um, Sarah. There were tons of people here. And if you're watching this on the replay, I really appreciate you as well. Lisa, thank you so much. I will see you really soon. Um, I'm actually going to be on Lisa's show um, on if you're here live tomorrow at 10. So come join us then. And we're going to talk about personal branding stuff. So come and join us tomorrow. And thank you so much. I, I'm going to close it up. I promise everybody 20 minutes. So uh, we're right there. We're pausing. Thank you so much. And we'll see you all very soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.